We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Bimaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Hope everyone's having a nice Friday out there here until 10 o'clock or so. Joe, how's it going? Hey, so far so good, Brian. It's a beautiful day outside. How uh, how are you doing at this 9 o'clock hour? You know, I'm here. I mean, <laughs> so that's great. Still here. I was thinking a little bit more about, you know, a conversation we had yesterday. We were talking about merging lanes. Yes. And I was uh, chiding you a little bit for, um, you know, saying that you knew better than, you know, the 10 years of research done by, like, 33 different state DOTs. But I will say this is – it is maybe in the same spirit of us talking about, you know, all these studies. You can't just blindly say study says something is one thing and then it's the other. Right. I, I feel like this, though, that was where I made the exception to the rule because it's not like a – um, you know, uh, some like abstract economic study or like you're looking at an impact in one place and trying to, you know, put it on every single project that might happen or something like that. I feel like that's a pretty cut and dry one where it's like, all right, you have these cars. How fast do they get from point A to point B? There's not a lot of wiggle room for like adding personal opinion to those studies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> yes. The point I was trying to make yesterday, and I think I think I did, was in a perfect world, but I think in real life situations, as I said, situational. Hey, if I can't get over till the end of the lane, I'm taking the end of the lane. My point was, if there is an opening, I'm taking the opening. And I know the article said that's not what you're supposed to do. I understand. Yeah. I understand. The whole point that. of the thing is you need everybody on the same page you yes. need drivers who are in the lane that's staying open to be on the same it's not that. just a one lane you know it doesn't just apply to the driver who's doing the merging it also applies to everybody everyone else. has to participate everybody has to participate yeah. that's very that's a lot to ask of people on the road for anything not just the merging yeah do you notice that? Uh, I think, I'm trying to think of like the things that people. Seems I, like people are always following a different rule of the road. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think right now of the things that everybody's on board with. I think the move over law. You know, it's not yes. perfect, but generally speaking, you see flashing lights, and around here, people do a good job of. I, that might be like one of the more universally followed 
um, you know, rules of the road, so to speak. And people quickly adapted to that because I think most people yeah. are doing it anyway. Yeah. And I, I think that's one that everyone, but aside from that, you're probably right. It's tough to. I had oh, this yeah. the other day. You're at a four way stop and someone's there well before me and they're like waiting for me to go. And, you know, eventually I just went. But I'm like, you're making it more dangerous here just by not – you go up first, you go. Right. No, I, I hate that, but I try to get in the mind of those people, and it's probably like they've gotten – so many times they've gotten to the sign, and someone just blows through it anyway. So they're like, I'm going to wait till this is perfect. But they don't know you're now making it yeah. more dangerous. And, and then it's like, you know, both go at the same time. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Turns into one of those, and then you know you just end up swearing, right? And you do that. No one wants car. to do that. You're driving around the neighborhood, you stop and go too many times in my car. The car will just break down the intersection, and we're all stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that no, that's interesting. The, the rules of the road thing. I think that's one. The move over. Everyone has that. Yeah. Um. You know what lane to use for what? People still can't figure that out. No. You the the, the, the left is to pass, and the right and center. Are to, run, uh, are to drive in, but yeah. you should never be, in my opinion, unless it's, you know, traffic and whatever, you should never be side by side. Yeah, I like to avoid that. I don't like driving, this is more of an unwritten, just driving in someone's blind spot. Oh, yeah. Which people do that to me all the time. It aggravates me you so think, much. You would think as the person in the blind spot, you'd want to get out, you want to get out as quick as possible. You don't want to be in someone's blind spot. You would think. People aren't paying attention. It's going to be a pain for both you and the driver. They're probably on their phone or something like that in the oh, car. That's another thing. You don't it, even have to be on your phone anymore. You're on your car screen. You're on your dashboard. Yeah. It's not even the phone, right? Your whole phone's on your dash. See, I used to be very guilty of holding my phone while driving, uh, but now I set something on the phone, and that's it. I don't touch the phone until I'm stopped. I, I've learned my lesson. Throw it in the back seat. Well, I have a little, like, I put it in the cup holder. So it's the cu- away from me. The screen's looking away from me, and I'm focused on the road. There you go. Or um, I put it in the holder if I'm driving because the map is there. But I don't touch the phone while I'm driving. Because now you can just say, hey, Siri, text. And it, as you can see, it will text who you want to text. Um, yeah, well, that's another one. I, I notice that less and less, too. People on the phone, on the road. That's one. I, people are adapting slowly but surely. Hopefully, I guess. Uh, Allentown Art Fest is yes. this weekend. We've been talking about it. I think a lot of people heard that this morning, and they said, "Oh, really?" Yeah, I was one of them. Right? <laughs> it's there. I mean, there's no promotion ever. You're you're not walking around town and seeing posters for. It, generally speaking, right? Uh, you're not like hit over the head by ads for the art festival. It just like pops up, and everyone knows when it is. Yeah. And every year I hear about it the Friday before. I'm like, oh, okay. Or you end up driving around. Maybe it's like the Thursday before and you see all the tents pop up and you go, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, and it's it's back after two years. And every festival's back. And I'm, maybe not everyone. But it seems like all the major festivals are back. Fully back. Yes. In full swing, ready to go. So... Now you have all these things to choose to go to. What do you choose to go to? 8030930. What's the best festival Western New York has to offer? What is your favorite? Um, and, you know, I'll even allow a top two or something like that. But 8030930 to weigh in. Uh, if you're going to Allentown, let, let us know. And, you know, is that the best festival in Western New York? What's your favorite? 
Uh, I mean, this is, people are going to make fun of this because I constantly talk about the way I've put on, but I love the taste of Buffalo. I, I, I think it's great. Excuse to be downtown, uh, try out some places. There's always something there that I've never tried. Anything with a beer tent, which is any festival. I, I, I love it. Say, yeah, it's like I all love of it. them. I mean, my standard is very low. If you have a beer tent, I'm not going to be disappointed uh, unless I walk- tied for one. All of them. Yeah, yeah. But if you walk, unless you walk into the beer tent and it's empty, now you've gone to the bottom of the list. But I would have to say, um, Taste of Buffalo and Old Home Days would be my top two if we're doing a top two. Okay, I think a lot of people are on there. That's not. Um, I like. Uh, you know, it's obviously good to have a lot of people, but I like a little bit of space. Okay. Too. Yeah. You know, so Taste of Buffalo is not. I wouldn't put that at the top of my list. Right top of my list and this has less to do about the festival itself and more to do about the location but i think a lot of people would agree and i think old home days probably falls into this for a lot of people who would put that at the top of their list canal fest yes at the top of my and it hasn't been going on it's another one of these that has taken two years off and is finally going to return you got to be happy that's back it's a long festival i yes and no it ruins my drive home on long oh, days. Yeah, it is just yeah. miserable if trying to get around streets I normally drive down. Um, <laughs> aside from that, it is. I'll never forget the one time on the Canal Fest parade, and I didn't. It was when I first moved into the city of Tonawanda when I was living there, right along Delaware, and I had no idea that the parade was going on. <laughs> I get off, you know, Joe. I, it took me, you know, on a normal day. To go from getting off the 290 to pulling into my driveway, give or take two, three minutes. I was, I had no idea this parade was going on. I was sitting there, and what a time to have the parade. So if I, you know, here I just said it's my favorite festival and I'm going to complain about it. The parade is happens at five o'clock on a work day. <laughs> You know, seven or just Saturday or something like that. Something to think about. Anyways, it, it took me a, a th- normally three-minute drive. It took me 40 minutes Oof. to get from. <laughs> and, you, and you had no warning. And I, I'm just, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> it took, it wasn't until I got out of my car and someone's saying no parade this year. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, ever since then, I look. At the schedule to know what's going on, you know, when the parade is and where to avoid. And I know that after the one time, but I I was just, I thought, you know, was there an accident? Is there, I mean, what's, is there a standoff at my apartment? Uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, uh, but it, it was just the parade. Anyways, it's my favorite festival. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, much of that has to do with I can walk to it. I was just going to say that you, you like Canal Fest. I like Old Home Days for most of my 20s, I was somewhere where I could walk to Old Home Days. I can still walk to Old Home Days. You can walk to Canal Fest. That's what makes it the best. Yes. And, you know, hands down, that's not to say that the festival itself is any worse than any others that go, it's great, and it's long. They have so many different events, you know, the the vendor's market one day, flea market another, they got, you know, the little, uh, the races that kids do, and races adults do, and beer tent, and ride, I mean, they got everything. Kettle corn, it's the must for me. Kettle corn. Uh, but walking to it is what makes it, yes. I think, for me. I, that is having it right there is it's a different experience. It's, you're not driving somewhere. You're not looking for parking. right? How many people are going to go to Allentown this week? 
and just kind of like that's the thing like all right where do i go should i park here or there when that's taken out of the equation and not it's not like it's a huge hassle or anything but just taking that out of the equation makes it that much more enjoyable Oh, I agree. I agree. I think I think a lot of people's answer is going to be something in proximity. Because hey, let's also let's also say we live in Buffalo. We like to take advantage of the time that you can actually walk outside and be comfortable walking somewhere. It's perfect. <laughs> I love it down by the water and everything. So that I think would be my favorite thing to uh, if I had to rank the festival. Second, I don't know what uh, makes the list here because there's so many big festivals that are great. You've got, you know, you mentioned the Taste of Buffalo. Allentown is, Allentown is fun because I do like looking at a lot of different things. I'm a looker. Yes. You know, I like perusing the tents. I, you know, I might not buy a lot of art because, you know, what am I going to do with it? Right. Of course. <laughs> but I like looking, appreciating it, seeing what different people are up to. Um, and I like being able to do that. You know, all the different craft fairs and things of that nature. Um, so that's why Allentown, I think, would be up there, maybe near the second of my list. And it's but early the, in the season. Yes, it's early. The weather, it's not, you know, very hot. Which right. sometimes Taste of Buffalo can get hot, hot. Yeah. Where you don't want to necessarily eat all that. I was going to say, there's certain food when it's hot, hot that you, you do not want to eat in and that climate. You definitely feel bad for the people who are working there. Yeah, in, yeah, for uh, sure. Some of those. And Canal Fest is that way, too. At Canal Fest, you can get very hot because of when it is and if you're the kettle corn guy working on the big you know you got your ore and you're uh you're stirring you're mixing up the corns and it's just hot as it is and then you got 90 degree heat or whatever on top of you and you're out that's you know okay this fan that's not doing much good come no. on who are you kidding that's the workout for the year right there yeah um <laughs> i mean you're just dropping but but you know that is part of the secret half of the salt in kettle corn is not actual salt it's just the sweat from the worker <laughs> dripping down the ore, that's and that's what, what gives the kettle corn the authentic <laughs> flavor. And you can taste the difference between the pre-bagged kettle corn and what's made right there in the oh, heat. for sure, for sure. Uh, another thing about Buffalo festivals is, Brian, as you mentioned, we have the big festivals, the one everyone knows. But I think what makes Buffalo so great is every weekend there's – you know, some corner thing going on, a lawn fete. I mean, Buffalo is big for having the lawn fetes every Friday. That's what I was going to say, yes. Joe, is it's not just the big thing, right? It's not just the, the wing festival at the end of the summer. It's not just, you know, taste of Buffalo that it has to be. Someone on our text board, 803-0930, if you want to weigh in, mentioned the 4th of July in Lancaster. Lancaster is a huge 4th of July. You know, it's uh, big. They've got the rides. They have the huge beer tent. They've got the stage with the band, the, the huge parade that goes on. It's a huge uh, and great, if you've never been, one of the best places, 4th of July in western New York. And that it doesn't get to the level of, you know, it's not one of these huge. It still seems like more of a community event. Right. This weekend, East Aurora, they're doing their music fest. That's right, yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's kind of sprawling, right, that you have different places where you kind of walk around to. The streets are packed, but it's a lot of locals who can walk there. And see, Music Fest, something that I think I really enjoy and would like to go to, the proximity is what is actually driving me away from it. Because it's, oh, go there and now i got to get home. Now i got to find a ride home, pay for an Uber, something like that. So it's something like that that's far away, a great event, but I'm kind of thinking, eh, maybe not. not and it has nothing to do with the event itself. It's... The getting home part. So what would attract you? All right, knowing everything we just said, you got a lawn fade all over the place at some yeah. point in the summer. 
uh, you know, and they could be big or small. Um, you have all these different festivals. You got the Erie County Fair that you know people love to go to. You have a, a Canal Fest that lasts a while. Old home, day, all these different events. What would draw you? Because there are you probably have the option at some point in the summer to have a festival near you that you can walk to. Yes, there it is. What draws you? to go and get in the car and drive somewhere else to go. So you mentioned the Erie County Fair, right? There's always a good country act. Watch, I say that and there's not one this year. But like the last time I went to the Erie County Fair was when Chris Young was there. That's what brought me to the Erie County Fair, right? Walk around the fair and then go to the concert. Uh, There was a lawn fate a few years ago where the nerds were playing. It was a Friday night. Hell yeah, I'll get in the car, drive down the West Seneca, see the nerds play. So it's just got to be that extra something. Or here's the one. It's something my wife wants to go to. All right, then we're getting in the car and going. <laughs> <laughs> She's driving the uh, the bus on this one. We're going here. Okay, uh, we have the idea. I um, it, I think for me it's just if somebody else is going. You know, if somebody says, hey, we got this going on or that, you know, happening, we're heading out to um, – you know, you name it. What, what's out in West Seneca? What's out in, you know, somewhere else? Lancaster is a perfect example of this. I never would have gone to the Lancaster Fourth of July. I don't live in Lancaster, never have been, even if it, you know, it is a great event. But there's other Fourth of July things going. There's Fourth of July, someone's backyard. There's parades all across western New York. Fireworks you can catch almost anywhere. But... I know someone who uh, lived there. And so, right. they're like, hey, you got to come out. Okay. We'll come. It, for me, it's friends, it's people. If you're meeting somebody there, that's the one thing. Yeah. That and I got it. Oh, yes. I got it will we'll get me in the car. Ball one. Yeah. <laughs> Ball two. I mean, there'll be time where you, you, you pay a lot of money to be at Darien Lake and you're sitting at the I got it booth. Ball number three. <laughs> I, I could sit there all day. Actually, I can't anymore. The price is way up. Oh, I got it? It, uh, inflation is hitting everything. Oh, it no. used to be a quarter a game to yeah. sit there at the I Got It tent and just throw your rubber balls. I mean, you could show up with $5, and, I mean, you'd be there for half an hour at least. Yeah. Now I think it's a dollar a game. Oh, man. I mean, this might depend on where you go. If Bob's running I Got It or if it's, uh, you know, the fantastic I Got It, I, I don't know. There might be, right? But that's a big jump. That is a huge jump between a quarter and a dollar. Is nothing safe from inflation? Peach Fest in Lewiston. That's getting some love on our text board this morning. Never been as being one of the. Yeah, I have not. I'm not a peach person. No, I'll have to say this though. When was it? No one has ever described me as a peach either. (laughs) Nor do I really like to eat them. It must have been 2019. Right, because it wasn't the last two years when the people from the Peach Festival came here and served up some Peach Festival stuff. I thought it was good. Um, unfortunately, peaches. like, it's, what's that? When you say Peach Festival stuff, peaches. Yeah, that's what yeah, they served yeah. up. Peaches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but again, it, it's the it's the it, the distance. But like you said, Brian, if you know a bunch of friends are like, "Hey, we're doing this," like, hey, "I haven't seen you guys in a while." Yeah. Um, but usually for me, it is. Okay, this is right down the street, or it's the taste of buffalo. Uh, that'll get me in the car. Um, the someone mentioning on Fourth of July, uh, the festival, depending on what day the actual Fourth is, might depend on whether or not they go. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's to me, that's the old home days thing. Isn't that strange? You got this big festival in Williamsville, 
not on a weekend. Yeah. Now, do, do you think that works into their advantage, or is it would it be better if it were on a weekend and more people were free? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely what makes it unique. But I think they're – I mean, I don't know what they're thinking is. This is just how I look at it. Hey, we're not up against anything. I think there's that, and there's also, you know, you could still make weekend plans. Yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you know what? And then another person, and we'll take your comments on this when we return, 803-0930. It's pronounced feet, not fate. No, my bad. And, I'm well, sorry. No, no. I will push back and stand with you, Joe. I have Thank always you. said fate. And I have heard people exclusively say fate. I've also heard people say fetty as jokingly of not knowing how to pronounce it. You, it's one of these words. You see it spelled out on signs in front of churches your entire life. You hardly ever hear anyone say it. And if anyone's saying it and they know, they claim to know, this is the absolute correct way to pronounce it as if they were around for the invention of the lawn fate. I take that with a grain of salt. So I'll stand with you, Joe. Fate. Oh, thank you. Feet or fate? 803 <laughs> You know what we're talking about, right? We'll be back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseballs and boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, yes, it is Friday. Beamaz and Beamer back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. A beautiful Friday. I always say this, Brian, when, when it's this nice outside. We live in Buffalo. It'll be snowing in four months. So go out there and enjoy every second you can in this beautiful Buffalo almost summer air. Uh, fate or feet, 803-0930. <laughs> I just like uh, saying that. Um, I love the response that we got during the break on uh, the text board. Someone saying, it's not feet, it's pronounced fet, but it's spelled fate. <laughs> this is, And then I like the clarification. L'enfate is a French word that us say differently around these here parts. Uh, and someone agreeing with us that it's fate. I have always said fate. I never understood that with language, just in general. Right. On how we treat different 
things differently. So like, um, take for, I, I see this so much in like soccer and when Americans talk about, you know, people from different, right? The famous uh, soccer player uh, from France, Thierry Henry. But it, you read the back of his jersey, it's Henry. It's Henry, yeah. It's Henry. And that's how we've always said it here. So why, I, I can't call him Henry. Uh, or it, people who, uh, España. But like it's Spain. Yeah. Right? Um, Uruguay, the U.S. just played Uruguay. Yes. But now everyone's saying it Uruguay because that's how they say it. But in Mexico, they pronounce it Mexico. But everyone here, we still call it Mexico. Mexico yeah. So why is Mexico any different from Uruguay? It's so, I mean, just when, you know, yeah. it's all of a sudden, you know, we, we turn into like people who speak a different language. It's like in uh, movies, it always bothered me. I think you either go all in and you speak a different language and use subtitles, Ooh. or you just are, you're going to speak English through the movie. Um, I don't like when people speak English and, you know, say the movie is set in France and bonjour. How's it going today, Tony? You know what I mean? Like that's just, it takes me out of it. I don't I don't see the, you yeah. know, the the reasoning behind that. Yeah, I agree with that. But fate is the it's the thing where I think fate in the United States, or really in Western New York, who who else? Who else has the law on fates? Right. No one but us. Uh in Western New York, fate is pronounced, however, the majority of people pronounce it. You know what we're talking about. That's what I say. You know what we're talking about. If I say lawn fate, you're not questioning. Now, what's he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Did he mean the lawn fetties? Oh, my gosh. I thought you meant something completely different. <laughs> but I think for a lot of people, so we we're talking festivals. It's Allentown this weekend. That's it's right. um, in East Aurora. It's their music fest. But what makes a good festival? Uh, oh, that's the thing that I was thinking of. Sorry, before we uh, get totally lost uh -oh. on this. Kiev. And now it's Kiev. Everywhere you look. And people were correcting you. Kiev and not Kiev. But we've always said it Kiev. The pr pronunciation has never changed in Ukraine. But it's spelled like Kiev. And that's how we've always said it here. But now we're saying it Kiev. I don't know. It's just, uh, there's no reason to go back and forth with these no. things. Talender to Linder. Oh, my gosh. Take us back to that. <laughs> I mean. That changed over in the offseason. Andre Sekera, no more. Sekera, right? Yeah, he retired, and that's his twin, Sekera, yeah. uh, took over. <laughs> um, just one offseason, magically, anyways. Uh, but no, the, the festivals, they come in all shapes and sizes right. here in western New York. And I think I would know a lot of people who have no interest in any of the big festivals that we talk about here. Taste of Buffalo, no thanks. Um, you know, Wingfest, Allentown, they stay away from it, but would be more than happy to go to every single lawn fete every weekend right. or do something like that. Yeah. And it's festivals and lawn fetes in the summer, meat raffles in the winter. That's, that's a good point. And that's how it goes. Meat raffles take, uh, take the summer off. Waldfest in East Aurora, getting some love. I've that's one I have never been to. I've never heard of that is on the list of every single year. I have to go. That's what my brother-in-law loves it. Waldfest. Drinking festival. Oh, Joe, the whole oh. festival is a beer tent. Come on. I'm so just for you this now? I mean, this would be perfect. Uh the Eden Corn Fest is that's another big one that people absolutely love. Do you like corn? You don't like peaches. Do you like corn? 
Who doesn't like corn? Okay. Popcorn, probably my favorite type of corn. On the cob, my second favorite type of corn. Mm. What was your... What was your well, I just don't like to eat it off the cob. I like to cook it on the cob and then cut it out and put it in a little butter. Steamed corn, your yeah. favorite type of corn. Yeah, that's right. Corn on the cob, a distant third. When I, not distant. I just don't like eating it off the cob, that's all. I don't know why. I mean, there's no reasoning for it. It's just preference. Getting it in your teeth? I, I guess. I, have, I literally have no good reason. That has to be the reason why. I literally have no good reason why I don't like eating it on the cob. I've just... When, it's, when I have a choice, I like to cut it off the cup. This is something, if I were a trained psychologist, we could dig deep in your past. Yes. And find the corn on the cob incident. But- <laughs> right? <laughs> what happened when the corn was on the cob to Joe that now he just can't eat the cob anymore? You know, when I was a kid, I liked canned corn because it has a very distinctive flavor. But now, you know, not so much. I like canned corn. Do you? Canned corn is better than... The corn frozen kernels that you get in the bag, a hundred percent. You got to be careful though. Canned corn, not the cream canned corn. Yes, yes. I've made that mistake before. <laughs> you pour it out, and I'm like, "What is going on here?" Oh, you go I ahead and eat little... it anyway. No, no. <laughs> I, I no. That's of all the corns, that is at the bottom. That's canned is third. The steamed corn, the microwave fourth. bag. Yes, yeah. fourth, and there's a drop off. From three to four. I like the, the, the sweet corn in uh, in the microwave bag, and I put some hot sauce on it after it's uh, out of the microwave. Very good. Are you? Uh, do you go to Allentown a lot? How many times have you been? You, I went a lot in the mid 2010s, but I don't think I, I don't think I went the last year. It was, a it was banner years for the yeah, <laughs> but I don't think I went the in 2019. What is the one thing that you like doing? At Allentown. Do you go for a specific thing? Are you searching something out? Are you just there to hang out? What are you there? I am there to say I went there. You know, and I like to walk through the tents and see what people have. And if I remember correctly, there's uh, the last time I went there, there was a really good uh, chocolate strawberry stand uh, that I remember from the uh, Allentown Art Festival last time I was there. But I, I'm, I, I'm like you, Brian. I like to look. I don't really go with the intention of buying anything. Now, there have been times where, oh, this is very nice. Um, but I do like to look through the tents and see everyone's work. You know, this is their this is the the work they've done over the last year, trying to sell it to the people. I'm glad we're radio only because this little move you did. Um, I don't when, know what I was when doing talking there. about the strawberries. If we were on video in any way, I think you'd be canceled. I I I, I think so. I, what's that? That's I mean, that's one thing in my mind. Uh, apparently, that's the chocolate strawberry motion to Joe. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm glad they didn't put those cameras in yet. I like uh, walking around, looking at all the different... I, I like looking at the actual art. And my favorite thing now is, and a lot of people do it and have gotten really good at it, it used to be hard to come by, and now there's more and more photography around Buffalo. That I, I do like that. I have hanging in my house in uh, the hallway in one area... Uh, these old, they're very cool, old postcards from, uh, by now it's like 100 years ago. Uh, oh. But they have, it's like artist drawings of old buildings in Buffalo. Uh, and like one of them is, you know, here's Buffalo's brand new $2 million city hall. You meant $2 million to build that? Wow. Deal. Yeah, what does that what, <laughs> what does that turn into today? Is that a billion? But you know the the electric tower and like all these things, they're in a cluster on there. But I like the photos of you know cool. Sometimes it's photos from your past. 
I got to, I'm still trying to get Alan. He's got a great photo. If you go into Paula's on Sheridan yes. Drive. Yes, yes. That used to be Jet Donut, which I used to love Jet Donut. They had the great, you know, at uh, 7-Eleven, they call them the Long Johns. Okay. Jet Donut made a version of that that was 10 times better. Than 7-Eleven. Yes. Okay. I would love to have that picture. You know, it's like a little nostalgia trip. Here's, you know, something that used to be in the neighborhood. It's great. Um, but, you know, pictures from around Buffalo, some of the great architecture, some things that, you know, you make it look a little abstract. You take a close-up of something that, you know, someone has to look at it for three seconds and be like, oh, I know exactly what that is now that, you know, I think about it, put it in the right context. I love the photography at Allentown. Yes. And especially more and more over, I would say, like the last 10 years, you know, there used to be one or two people who took pictures all around Buffalo and Western New York. Now there's a lot, and you can find them in a lot of different places, and they look super cool. That's getting more, yeah, like you said, it's getting more and more popular overall, not just to Allentown Art Festival. People love pictures of Buffalo. It's that Buffalo love, Buffalo pride. People love to have pictures of their of their city. I think more so than 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, what's, uh, what's the photo that you're, like, what draws you to because I'm thinking photos of Buffalo. All right, what do they use? Skyline, maybe. Yeah, I um, like. I like. I actually like a really good skyline photo. Uh, Niagara Falls is like yeah. the old town one, um, and now I see there's probably a lot of City Hall, Peace Bridge, downtown with the M and T building, the big gold dome. I think are probably some of the popular ones down Main Street. It was just that's my favorite one. Looking down Main Shays, Street. Yep. Um, you have there, and uh, in the background is the tower. Yep. And then Canal Side, and the ships. Yes. Those are probably if I had to. Those are like the top five most popular pictures. What is something outside of the popular pictures? You're in Allentown. You're buying one of these photographers' photos. What is the thing in Buffalo or Western New York that you want? Well, you already mentioned it. I mean, Main Street looking down is always my favorite picture. Any any kind of angle you can get on that. Um, Court Street looking down at the um, at City Hall, I think, is another one that I would love to have that that angle, like back on Main Street looking at City Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think would be a good one. Uh, but and this this one wouldn't be a, a recent picture, but there's something I've always wanted. If it's a picture or an artist. Uh, uh, artist drawing of it is something from the World's Fair when it was in Buffalo. I would love to have either a picture or a drawing, like a poster, a promotional poster. Yeah, or just like, so a picture or a drawing um, of what it looked like. Of what it looked like, because I've always been obsessed with the World's Fair in Buffalo, and like, there's nothing left of that. Like, it was built just to tear down when it was over. Yeah, I um, I do like. The if I had to choose, I do like things that are more like local, like in the neighborhood. So me right now, if I'm looking, you know, I do kind of look from time to time. I have smaller versions in the hallway, but I would like a bigger, a nice, a beautiful artwork of like the Riviera Theater, the yeah. Carousel Museum. Would fit nice, you know. A house in North Tonawanda here is some of what we have in the water by where I live, and that would be another uh, great one. As far as Buffalo goes, you know what the photo I'm looking for is. And this is, uh, it's a little strange. The half-torn-down odd. Yes. When it was sitting there. That would be a great one. You could still see some seats inside. You got the beams, the rubble and bricks that people were taking or spending $100 for one. (laughs) You either got them for free or you got them for an insane markup. I remember making a point to drive down there to see the odd when it was half-torn-down. To get that look inside. Which I... 
It was for a while. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. like, you know, come this week. <laughs> yeah. It's like come this half decade. Right. <laughs> um, but I like I, I like that. I think that would be a cool photo. And it's one you can't get anymore. And it captures like a perfect period of time. To me, that's like the transition, right? You know, here it is. Here's the old odd that everybody who, you know, was before me, because the new building opened up, I was six years old. So here's the things that everyone who's older than me talked about going here to right. see something. And here it is in the state of like, all right, it's done, and it's about to give way to something completely new. I think that's a cool photo moment in time, right? And then in 2022, you could take a picture of that uh, that the big hole in the ground, part of it still being there. People are saying the central terminal. Now, what a part of the central terminal? The central. That's another one of those old postcards I have uh, hanging on the wall. The outside, you know, the big, beautiful, magnificent building. Or the inside, where I've got a great photo of the central terminal. Inside, um, you know, you've got the big, huge, wide opening. And then toward the back a little bit more, somebody had uh, spray-painted graffiti, the perfect uh, KISS logo. So it just says KISS in spray paint on the side of the central terminal. And that's my favorite photo of the central terminal. Because it really captures the essence of the central terminal as I know it. See, I would like a picture of it today or of a, a, a picture of the central terminal inside. But this is what I'm going to go back to, my history, uh, liking the old history pictures. I love a picture of the inside of the central terminal when it was the central terminal. Well, there's plenty of those. But the I would, lunch counter, like yeah, a, a ton of people I think there. that'd be awesome. There's a, those are available. I'm, I might have to get one. You said local. You brought up North Tonawanda. I'd like a nice picture of Glen Falls, which I could probably just go take with my phone yeah, and blow it up. I was going to say, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> you got a nice phone. You can uh, you could probably make that happen. Yeah. I, um, you know, old home days. What about a picture, you know, to tie it all in? Was there a ride or something particular old home days when you were younger that you remember? No, this is going to sound awful. I didn't really fall in love with old home days until I was old enough to have beverages and... That's really my memory of old home days. My parents probably took me. I don't remember old home days from <laughs> as much from my childhood. By the way, you remember more from when you were drinking there the whole time than you do when you were completely yeah, or going to see a good a, a good Buffalo <laughs> band. You know, that's always one, one of the cells is to see one of our great uh, local bands. Uh, but someone said, "Drive down on your tricycle." I was in college when the odd was torn down. What are you talking about on my on my tricycle? Just to the texture. I don't know what any of that means. This texture said, because I said I, I made a point to drive down to the odd when they were tearing it down. And this oh, person said, okay. drive down on your All tricycle. Right. Now it's I was sense. in college when they, yeah. I was actually 21 when they tore down the odd. We're not that young. No. Young, but not that young. <laughs> I like the whip. You remember that ride at all? It's not old home day specific, I'm but not they good always with, had it there. I'm not good with names. The whip. I'm not a big um, uh, ride person. I okay. get a little motion sick. So it's the whip uh, sounds like something that would make you motion sick. No, the whip was it when you say it out loud. I would love to be the person who you know brought the whip to the boardroom meeting <laughs> that of you know whatever the fair company was that's going to make this ride because it sounds like the stupidest thing ever. It's like, okay, you're going to sit two people on a bench and you're going to go along a track and you, you're just going to move, uh, you know, at a relatively slow speed. And we're going to have it on an oval. But the oval is going to have a sharp turn at both ends. And so you're going to go along the oval. And then when you come to a turn, we're just going to whip you around it really fast. Oh, that's the whip. 
<laughs> and then you're just kind of going a straight line forward again. It's the stupidest idea ever. I love the ride. But you loved it. I love the ride. But I can't imagine thinking of this, hmm, you know what would be, you know, everyone's doing these loop-de-loops and uh, yeah, crazy swings. You got roller coasters, bumper cars. What if we just put you in a seat and turned you from one direction to another really, really fast? And that didn't make you motion sick? No, it was fun. It, it reminded me of I like the whip because you'd sit with somebody who had never been on the whip before. You'd sit on the inside so that when it whipped you around, you would be basically body checking them into the side of the cart. Okay. Now that's, that, that part sounds fun. What's your, you said you don't like rides. Do you have a favorite beside the whip? Like amusement I, park rides? I like wooden. I can do a wooden roller coaster. So like the Predator at, the, at Darien Lake. Oh, love it. Love the Predator. Love the Comet. At What's Fantasy your least favorite? Um, I, like the Viper is, I can't, oh. the Viper, if it went faster, I think I'd be okay. Faster. It doesn't go that, at least to me, it does not feel like it goes fast. And because it's not going fast through all the loops and spins, it hits you a little bit more. Well, okay. And I just can't, I've tried it. I've done it once. I, the worst rides are, you know, my wife and I went to Orlando, you know, probably like four or five years ago now and she's like all right we're gonna go we're gonna go to you know some of the theme parks but you gotta go on the rides or else it's not worth it right so i was like okay i'll do it i'll do any anything you want when the roller coaster the roller coasters are actually not that bad the all these new rides now they have like they move your seat and then they have like an all-encompassing video screen oh and sometimes with like 3d glasses so you're being moved around like every which way but you're not actually moving it's you just kind of feel like you're being whipped around. You know, you're flying on a broomstick yeah, with no thanks. Harry Potter or something. You're slinging around <laughs> with Spider-Man. And that was like, I mean, there's a Simpsons ride. I was so excited. You know, I love the Simpsons. Yeah. And I came out of that saying, we need to sit down. We need to sit down here. <laughs> we, we almost didn't make it through that one. <laughs> See, I, I like the Viper is one of my favorites at Darien Lake. Mind Racer. I like anything where my feet dangle. I won't even try that. Because of the feet dangling? Just the, the you know. Oh, yeah. The, the head bobbing, the everything, that would be, I, I don't think that would end well. Mind Racer is my favorite. I remember one time before a concert, I got there two hours before anyone that was going to tailgate the concert got there. And it was like right when the park opened. And I just kept getting off the ride, going back up the stairs, getting back on the Because they wouldn't let me just stay there. It really sucked. So I had to keep on going up and down, up and down. Was great. Love the mining racer. My least favorite is anything that goes backwards. I don't like the pirate the ship. Boomerang. I don't like the boomerang. I don't like the the, the, the mock pirate ship that goes all the way uh, all the way around. None of that stuff. No, thank you. Not enjoyable. Yeah, I get that. You know, pirate ship. I get that way somewhere. I get the way on the swings. Me and my son will be swinging at the park. All right, Dad's got to take a break here. <laughs> I don't want something like that to happen. Well, if you're going uh, to Allentown or anywhere uh, this weekend, enjoy it. Yes, have a great weekend, and don't miss Hardline on Sunday. Among my guests, uh, Erie County Democratic Chair Jeremy Zellner. That'll start at 10 o'clock on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.